All right, welcome back to Sports Dribble, episode number, uh, we don't even know how many it is, it's episode number tonight, and uh, joined by Davo and Randall again, fellas, how are we? Having all. Hey, legends, doing hey. good, as always. Coming fresh off a uh, big weekend of sport, fellas, Davo. Tell us yes. some yarns, mate. I uh, seen a little bit on Facebook. Maybe yes, daughter's daughter showing us all up again. So uh, she did well. 48, not out in the morning. Just ran out of overs to sort of get her maiden 50. Yeah. Um, and then the wife, wife and daughter did well in the afternoon, come up against a tough team, but sort of led the way for them. And as for us, uh, I turned up and we won as a team. So I can leave it at that. Absolutely, mate. It's I a team game at cricket. I didn't trouble the scorer this week. So, <laughs> golden? No, no, no. I lost with three balls at least. Oh. Second ball was at my head that I ducked under, and uh, the wife's sort of saying, He's not wearing his bloody helmet. Where's his helmet? So, <laughs> third ball, I'm like, No, nah, I've had enough of this. Went for the big slash outside off stump. No foot movement at all. Thick edge straight up. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah, I'd slash outside off. Oh, it mate, it was it. it was pretty hot, mate. It was pretty hot, so don't don't trouble yourself out there for too long. Go back no, and hydrate. Well, we were, we were batting second. We're only chasing eighty, so they sort of sent us in to think, oh well, let's let's knock this over in about ten overs and go to the pub. But uh, yeah, it didn't didn't do too well. <laughs> hey, mate, let's talk about your daughter. What was it? How many runs did she score this week? Forty-eight in the uh, under fourteens comp. Uh, that's with like nine boundaries, I think. Yeah. And then she backed it up in the women's second grade in the afternoon, got another four, 14 or 18. Right. So, and how about your missus? How many did she score? 28. 28. So how many runs are you behind on the total is what I'm getting uh, I think, no, I think I'm still pretty close to the daughter. The wife missed a few games through injury. So uh, she's, she's going back up there. But I think the daughter and I are now... 48 this week, 39 last week. So I think we're we're pretty much on par. So the bet for the end of the season's uh it's it's hanging tight. Yes. I love that you have to retire at 52 in your grade. I think that's a that's an awesome thing. We uh, can go back in though. So like you retire at 50, and if all the other wickets fall, you can then go back in. So it's a bit like uh, Ella in the morning. They're only allowed to face 30 balls. Yep. But if they lose the wickets, those that retire not out on the 30 balls are allowed to go back in until they get out. So it's it's not a bad way of, of doing it. So at least in the grade, you've not got one guy who's standing there occupying an end for all 40 overs. It's yep. given, given people a go. Absolutely. Now you, Randall, any sport? Just watch, mate. I was a... Uh... I was the couch potato on the weekend. Yeah. There was plenty of baseball on. There was Rugby League World Cup was on. Uh, the Cricket World World Cup. Like, mate, I sat down and just drank myself into a stupor watching watching sport. There was plenty on, that's for sure. Mate, I'm, I'm going to give my kids a shout-out this week. Uh, they had nationals in Sydney uh, Friday through to Sunday. Uh, national champions in junior novice POM. Second in Dream Girls Level One Cheer, second in Bomb Squad Level Two Cheer, second in Hip Hop 
second in jazz and they come third in lyrical. So proud dad it, moment there. That's uh, awesome. That is, uh, that is kids dancing, isn't it? it? Yes, it is. Okay, I wasn't sure when you just going through the few of the ones at the start there. Just double check. Yeah, mate. No, it's it's not nothing like uh, you see in Melbourne or anything like that. Like on a on a no spinning rhino or no, no, but uh, anyway, mate. Yeah, super proud. Uh, there was plenty of sport on, as you said, on the weekend. Um, watched a fair bit of the ABL and a bit of cricket, and let's kick it off with the uh, NFL. We watch a a few little. Crackers of games today, Randall. Did you uh, do you want to give us a rundown on the NFL, mate? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I'm. I watched a couple of games today. I saw some some games earlier on in the weekend on Friday. Um, but yeah, there was uh, some some interesting games on the weekend. Um, still tomorrow, obviously, you got the Eagles who are eight and zero up against the Commanders. They should they should top them over. But mate, some of the other games. Today, Green Bay, the Packers, thirty-one defeated the Cowboys twenty-eight overtime. Yeah, and that was I think that was you know it was, a, it was actually a half decent game. I, I thought Green Bay were going to get absolutely trounced. Yeah, we've but, put um, on them the last two weeks. Yeah, probably three weeks. They still weren't great, but they got away with it. Just interesting game. Um, the Chiefs, they uh, they got up over the Jaguars. So twenty-seven seventeen, they keep hold of um, the AFC West first place. Yep. A big one, the Vikings move up to eight and one with a win over the Bills, thirty-three thirty in overtime as well. That was this morning. I, I don't know. Did you watch any of that one? Or yeah, I watched condensed game. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, bloody good game. So the Vikings actually now take the NFC North. They're now leading the NS- NFC North. Um. The Bucks, they got their second another win two weeks in a row, twenty one uh, over the Seahawks sixteen. Seahawks still hold on to first place in the NFC NFC West, even though a loss. Yep. Um, another close game, which didn't really mean too much. It's a battle for last place, really, with the NFC North. The Lions thirty one over the Bears thirty. But another an, another one, yeah. Dolphins thirty nine, Browns seventeen. So the Dolphins now lead the uh, AFC East with um, the Bills and that getting beat. So that's, yeah, they've jumped them now with the Bills losing that game. It's a fairly close. Seven and three, aren't they, the Dolphins? Yeah, they move into seven and three. So, yeah, they're just getting in front of the Bills and the Jets. I didn't see uh, that game, but I've got it on the the watch list. Uh, Check it out. That was was okay. Tua is seven and oh, I believe then. So say that again. So the the Dolphins tour is seven and zero. Yep. For him. Yes. Yes. Yep. Your man. You're on him, aren't you? I do like him as a player. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we know who you. We know where your love lies, mate. I may have a couple of his rookie cards. Yeah. Exactly right. I may uh, may just have a few. Yeah. Yeah. But the Vikings, mate. <clears throat> tell you what, they're playing bloody good. Yeah. They're playing bloody good. Eight and one. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Money's on the Eagles, obviously. They're, yeah. they're killed. They're flying pretty high. So they're eight and zero. Oh. See what happens. Whether they go to nine and zero oh or not. 
But the 49ers came back and did the Rams pretty easy to Savo. Yeah. I think they, they shut out the Rams for the second half, I think, didn't they? Um, oh, that's a big effort. Yeah. Mm. I watched mm. I watched sort of like the last two minutes of it and sort of, yeah, their defence defense was just great. So they're now back, what are they, back to five and four or something, oh, I think, tied with the, the Rams. So. Yeah, what's going on with the Rams? <laughs> I don't last know. They just year, last year's champions go on. Yeah, they just mm. what are they doing? They're they're struggling. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they don't look the same team. No. No, I I I've got a few games to watch. I, I didn't see uh any of their game, but uh I watched a couple of the closer ones today and it was it was good to watch, that's for sure. It was it was good viewing today, mate. It really was good viewing to watch those two over those two overtime games. They they really um they really were good games. They were tight games, just like you want to see that, isn't it? Like yeah, not blowouts. No, that's it. Disappointing them, you know. Me Ravens, they had the bye, but anyway, they'll be back next week. Well, they didn't lose. <laughs> they did not lose. <laughs> Uh, mate, I tell you what, they that was close in the fourth quarter for them, though. Always is. <laughs> they always want to give it away, don't they? <laughs> they do. The boy, the boy was coming home strong. Yeah. Hey, Dave, I watched a fair bit of uh, cricket over the weekend. The um, the women match was unreal to watch. Do you want yeah, to so... give us a bit of a wrap up of the cricket, mate? Yes, yeah, a few good games of the WBBL on the weekend. Uh, first off, like the Sixers uh, getting up over the Scorchers on the last ball. Um, I was thinking, oh, here we go, super over. But uh, Alyssa Healy uh, finally found some form. Um, she's had a few tough outs, but good to see her get the form, get a ton up. And uh, the Sixers win on the last ball. Um, so that was there. And then there was another good game after that, the Melbourne battle, uh, the Renegades and the Stars. Renegades put a pretty pretty good total on and the Stars sort of tracked them down. So um, so you've got Sydney out in front there. They're doing it quite easy on eight and two now. But then yep. it's good battle for second. Like you've got uh, Brisbane a seven and four. You've got Hobart six and three. Perth a six and five. And Adelaide six and four. They're all 13. So they've, they're sort of like your top teams. But uh, it's still, still anyone's title to win. So... Uh, should be a f- few good uh, last few games to go, uh, leading up into the men's big bash. Then we had the the World Cup final last night, um, which was a great game, even though it's a low scoring thing. I uh, don't know what the curator's done down in Melbourne, but I want to see more of it. It's like the pitch actually did something. There was some movement there for the bowlers, uh, a little bit of turn, but it still provided runs for the batters. Yeah. Um, so if they can if they can produce that for Boxing Day, look out. Australia South Africa Boxing Day should be a cracker. But um, yeah, last night's game, poor old Pakistan, they were in with a chance till Bigger Freddy went down. Um, as we we're talking about before, the catch just didn't look like much, but uh, did another did his knee again. So I think that was big. But um, they they had to get Stokes out. Uh, as much as I hate him, Stokes is a match winner and he proved it again last night. Yeah. Hey. yeah and so Hales, came, Hales and uh, Butler came out flying again, as they always do, and they thought, oh, this could be anything if they get away, but mm. I think Pakistan bowled pretty well. 
they did. It was the number one batting side against the number one bowling side. So it was always going to be a, a good battle. Uh, it's just unfortunately Pakistan probably needed 10 or 15 more runs. But to defend, what, the 130 or something, 137, whatever, uh, that's a that's a pretty fair effort against the English batting that was there. So to make it to the last over, not a bad game. So I think we now move on to a couple of one days against England, uh, one or two tests against West Indies, and then we have South Africa out. So should be we're just warming up for a summer of cricket. Mate, while we're talking about cricket, uh, one of the local games I've seen, it was uh, Central Coast versus Newcastle in the, um, uh, what is it, the Country Cup or whatever it is. Uh, the final gets played at the SCG. Newcastle beat Central Coast, and that's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> Rarity. Newcastle plays against Lake Macquarie, I believe, next to see who plays at the SCG. Um Seen it on the news, don't have any more info. I just wanted to let you know that Central Coast lost, that's all. Good research, yeah. mate. Good research. Uh, <laughs> full, full of research, Randall. So it must have been a rare time that Newcastle actually won. That's why it made the news up there. Yeah, might have been. Might have been. Because we've been beating you a lot. But uh, the women, uh, we're going better in the women to Central Coast over Newcastle. So yeah, we'll, right, we'll okay. take that. Fair enough. Fair sounds, enough. It sounds about right. Central Coast women are better than the Newcastle women. Have you heard any uh, news on the Edgy Traven cricket team, Randall? Uh, the Sakasada, the uh, Sakata. Yeah, that's them. Nah, mate, I'll have to go and knock on the door next door and get an update. I'll have an update for you next week. So, though, post in the comments how you go, mate. I know you've got probably 400 wickets by now. Let us know, mate. Let four, us know. Fo- four foot tall skidder. Go, on, mate. All right, well, there, let's move on. Uh, well, just before we move on, there was a good record down here. One of the guys in second grade for King Cumber Evoca took all 10 wickets on Saturday. Oh, wow. 10 for 28 off about uh, 17 overs. So uh, that's that's a fair effort to get all 10. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's worthy of a mention. But uh, yeah. it's bowling, bowling, pace, bowling pace or bowling spin. So it was either a green top or a dust bowl. A bit of a green top, I think. Green yeah, top. so he was sort of like the opening bowler. But, um, yeah, still, even on a green top, you've still got your other fast bowler at the other end. Working. Oh, so to, get, to get all 10, uh, I think the beers were bought for him that night. Oh, they'd they bloody want to be. <laughs> Sorry, fellas, I uh, just got to go to work. I can't sit around and drink beers tonight. All right, the NBL, the Sydney uh, Kings remain on top, New Zealand in second, Cairns and South East Melbourne uh, follow them. Not much has changed with the latter. Um, this week, Melbourne United on Thursday night play the 36ers uh, and the Perth Wildcats coming off, I think, four straight losses uh, face South East Melbourne who are on a four-win streak. The Jack Jumpers in New Zealand uh, play off on Friday, which will be an awesome game. And then South East Melbourne play Melbourne United. Saturday, Brisbane Bullets, Cairns Taipans. And on Sunday, New Zealand and 36ers and the Sydney Kings and the Illawarra Hawks in the local derby. Illawarra Hawks have lost five in a row. So uh, not much challenge there, I wouldn't imagine. Has uh, Melbourne changed their name, have they? They are always Melbourne Tigers. There's two Melbourne teams, uh, South East Melbourne 
and uh, Melbourne United. Now South uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, I believe it is, mate. And um, oh, Melbourne United. I don't know what their mascot okay. is. Let me have a look. Now it's just Melbourne United. Big M. Jeez. Like the hamburger. Big Max. Could go a hamburger, actually. Yeah, that would be all right. Yeah, so that's all i got for the, the NBL this week, fellas. Um, only seen highlights and bits and pieces of games. I didn't didn't actually watch any with that much uh, ABL on. I sort of got my fix on uh, three different devices there, watching Australia and Japan and uh, then the ABL. Did you guys end up getting to watch much of the Australia-Japan game or just highlights? I didn't see much of it at all, unfortunately. Yeah. I think I was too, too busy watching the cricket and a little bit of ABL. Yeah, I think they were just outclassed there. Um, mate, it was awesome to see in the Tokyo Dome watching them play there. Uh, I think it was you, Randall, said how big it looked. Yeah. It just looked huge, didn't it? That a fair great crowd atmosphere. There. Yeah, great atmosphere. That they had um they played two games there and, and lost both of them. The first game uh was a little bit closer than the second, but um yeah, great great chance for the boys to get over there and play some international baseball. Let's talk some ABL. Um now I know in our little chat most of the talk was on um Canberra Cavalry, they clean sweeped the Sydney Blue Sox four games to nil. Um, I know we, yeah, in our group chat, it was sort of play by play for there for a little while, especially on the, I think it was a Thursday. Um, the Thursday game was a really close one. Um, I think it was one nil, wasn't it? Yeah, one nil. Matty yeah, Ray for, for Blue Sox through. A great game. Um, he gave up one bomb, and Frank Gailey for Canberra threw well. Also, it was just a good pitchers duel. Um, and then yeah, so then on the same day, Auckland played against Brisbane, and Brisbane won that one six nil. Let's just have a look at um, the scores there for the weekend. Actually, let's just bring up the uh, what everybody did. Now, I know we talked about the Cavs being four and zero. Was there any big standouts for you guys in regards to uh, wins and losses? I know. Uh, so Perth won three games to one. The Aces are two and one. Geelong are one and two. Giants are one and three. Uh, they're a little bit disappointing for me um, this weekend. The Bandits are three and one, um, and they beat Auckland uh, Tuatara, who I thought looked pretty good. Uh, they won their second game, thirteen two or thirteen three, uh, and they look good. And obviously the Cavs four and zero. Uh, for you guys, any big standouts, or did you change your mind on who you might see there at the end uh, from last week? Not really. I think the Bandits showed that, you know, they had a lot of players away on the Australian duties. So yeah. they well, they missed what three games out of the three out of the four games, and yeah. they still they still got up three. They still won three to one, three games to one over 
Auckland. So I, I think they played well, though, Auckland. I, I think, you know, they deserve some respect. Um, but it's probably what, what you expected with the Bandits, Cavs. I think they're, they're probably, they probably went a bit better than I expected they were going to go. Okay. I, 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 I always thought they were going to be up there. Yeah. That, like that Cavs Blue Sox series, the defense from both teams. Like, Absolutely. Man, it, it was unreal. Like, I know you guys were the same as me. We watched all those games pretty intently. Yeah. Um, especially being able to know a number of players playing, playing in those sides, I guess. Um, the the Giants probably didn't stand up to what I thought they were going to. Yep. Yeah, that, was, that was the one for us. I know it's always hard playing Perth, but um, I thought they might have sort of leveled, leveled, but to be three and one. But I think it just shows how strong Perth are going to be again. Yeah, uh, they're hitting. And uh, it was also good to see um, the 2017 uh, World Series winner get a couple of bats. Now we've seen him roll over a few early. Uh, I, I did post something on our YouTube channel. Um, it was one of his um, ones that he sort of rolled over, but it was uh, awesome to see, you know, a big leaguer like that. Obviously he's looking to retire and come out here and play a few games in the sun, but um, it didn't do much in the, in the first series. That's for sure. But can't wait to watch the rest. Um, I, I think, yeah, it'll take a little while to get to get used to it. But, um, look, he's played at such a good level. It's not going to take long to get his timing right and start swinging a hot bat. And he even played for the Bananas before he came out here. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, so he's, he's sort of getting around and why not? Enjoy life, go, go there, come out to Australia, bring the family, make it a holiday. Um, yep. Great life. Spend some time in the sun, get some beach in. Yeah, that's it. why not? But why uh, not? something I did like from the weekend, it was bombs galore. There was. I think just having a quick squeeze, like the Bandits Auckland, the Bandits had seven home runs and Auckland had six yeah. in the four four game series. Melbourne Aces, they and Geelong, they only played three games. Melbourne had five home runs and Geelong had three. Yeah. It's always a launch pad down there, though. Or is it oh. down in Melbourne? Yeah. 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 You yeah, don't even need the wind blowing out to hit some home runs down there. The, the only the only game where there wasn't really any hit was Canberra and the Blue Sox. Blue Sox but, didn't, hit, didn't get close to hitting one. Actually, I shouldn't say that because they did have a few off the wall. But, um, yeah, Canberra hit two. Yeah. And then what's the Giants... The Giants in the Heat, Giant Adelaide had one, and the Heat had three. So, yeah. yeah. Tell you. It's good to see. One guy that did hit a home run for Canberra, Till, Tillman Pugh, the third. Uh, he went, I think he went, set, yeah, seven from 12 for the weekend. He did hit a bomb. Mate, I loved watching every at bat. It was really good to watch. Just had a lot of excitement and really pumped up. He hit a couple of doubles and got pumped up when he got the second. Uh, uh, who was the other one that I liked? Uh, Jake McKenzie, the shortstop. I think he had six hits uh, from 14. Um, he was always good to watch um, at the plate. 
Um, David Candalis, uh, I think he might have had five hits on the weekend, was one of the, the leaders for the Blue Sox. Um, and the other one that stood out that I love watching, I'm going to completely stuff up this name, Suwei Lin from uh, Auckland to Atara. Hit a bomb. I think it was the one that hit the Grand Slam. And just really cool to watch the plate appearances and the at-bats. And, yeah, look forward to watching the rest of the series, rest of the season, uh, following those guys. I really liked uh, how they played. What about yeah, for... Got to give a shout-out, mate, to, to our good mates. Michael Campbell, who's been on our show before. Yeah, absolutely. His, I don't think he got a hit in the first two games. And then he no, came he out didn't. and got... And he got five in the in the second two. Yeah. So he ended up five from fourteen. Yeah. And another, what about the other bloke? Another good bloke. Another good bloke. Another mate of ours, boss. Boss Monaroa. He five had five from twelve. Five from twelve. Yeah. So. And he was the same. I think. I don't think he got a hit in the first two games. And yeah. Game three and game four, they they both. Yeah, they both turned it back on. So, shout out to those boys. Good games, yeah. boys. Also, I think shout out to the streaming service as well. I know it's just oh. first week, but um, that was actually a, a pretty good standard of streaming. Like you could go from game to game yeah. and um, it, it was good. So I hope it's like that for the, the whole season. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent agree. All they need now is to be able to go multi-screen like on MLB TV yeah. and I'll be <laughs> fine. Mate, I had an iPad, the computer and the phone watching all three games. And uh, I'm with you. If I, if we could split those screens up, there's probably a way to do it. But anyway, yeah, it was really good to watch. Um, I really, really thought that um, even the commentators, you're talking about the streaming, even the commentators were good. So you had uh, three different, you know, commentary teams or, or four different commentary teams. Um, they all have their own. Um, a couple of lads down there at Canberra were good value. I know Randall, you got in on the questions on the trivia <laughs> questions, and we tried to get win a ball. And mate, we would have taken that mystery box for sure. Mate, my old man always told me you never ever turn down a free box. Absolutely, so, I was always going for the box on your way. I would have went the free box also, but uh, old mate took the baseball. You never know where old mate's going to play, so. Good on you, champion. What about um? I, I actually actually just I actually enjoyed the Brisbane commentary, mate. Yeah, I uh, really enjoyed old the American chap on there that uh was learning about the new chocolates. Yeah, the cherry ripes and the crunchies. <laughs> the cherry, the yeah, his crunchy is the favorite at the moment, and he he did say he does never ever met someone that likes the Turkish delight, mate. Yep. You can send them all my way. They're a fucking great one, Tur- yeah. Turkish delight. I'll eat it any day. I'm hearing you. I was thinking the same thing. Um, what? You don't eat the Turkish Delight? Come on. Dave, are you a Turkish Delight man? No, nah, not really, but the missus is. So uh, there's yeah, still good she's, quite ha- she's quite happy to sort of sort of uh, have them all left for her. Take one for the team. Uh, fair enough. What about uh, pitching-wise, fellas? I, I know we talked about um, first game with Matty Ray. Uh, throwing for the Blue Sox, he threw seven innings and and threw really well. That uh, one uh, sort of mishap with a home run, but I thought he threw really well. Um, there's a couple of people here up in innings already. 
Now, Daniel McGrath for Melbourne Aces through nine innings over the weekend. Um, ERA a three. Was there any big standouts for you guys? Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Obviously, Gailey, right? For yeah, for the Cavs in that same game that that Ray threw. Like, yeah. What, is, what can you say? It was a pretty, it was a pitching duel, wasn't it? Absolutely. I think yeah, like, five hits or something. I did like how Ward he did um, use a whole heap of his bullpen as well. Um, they all got some work in for sure over the weekend, which was good. Um, while we're talking about our old mates, Michael Campbell, I thought he might have want to come on and close in to bring that ERA down a little bit that you were talking <laughs> about earlier, Randall. But uh, no, I thought it was good that lots of pitchers got some time in. Um, that's for sure. I think you need that too. Like the first series, you just want to see who you've got, how they're going to sort of handle different situations so that it sets you up for as the season goes on. So, yeah, uh, yeah tip the cap to them for getting everyone in so they can strategize for the upcoming series. Yeah, for sure. Thoroughly enjoyed it uh, this week uh, from memory. I'm trying to think who – I know the Cavs – I've got Auckland, haven't they, this weekend? Uh, let's have a look quickly. Yeah, mate, they yeah. do. Yeah, so Melbourne and – no, that's not right. Brisbane are playing in, in Sydney against the Blue Sox. Geelong and Adelaide at Geelong. Canberra and Auckland. Melbourne Aces, Perth Heat. Uh, That'll be a good battle. And then Sydney have got, yeah, the Bandits at Sydney. So, See if the hats turn up. Well, yeah. No trucker hat. The, the trucker hat wasn't my favourite. Uh, Neither was the blue 1980s tracksuits. No, it wasn't. Yeah. There was lots of people commented that they do like it and it looked a little bit like the, I guess, the new college sort of uniforms, the way they're going. I wasn't a fan. Looked like they were playing a one-dayer for Sri Lanka or something like that. I'm not sure. There wasn't much yellow there, but anyway. Uh, I didn't like it. And, um, yeah, what was the story behind the trucker caps, Davo? Uh, they were blaming the ABL. The ABL didn't come through with the order for the caps. Uh, so that's why they had to, to wear the trucker trucker caps, as per an email sent out by the Blue Sox. So, yes, from the Fair official enough. Blue Sox uh, emailing. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, did the ABL not realise they were going to be playing this year? or like? <laughs> <laughs> How do you blame the ABL? Come on. Well, mate, to be honest, we didn't think they'd get a team in four weeks ago. So no, you're right. We good didn't. on them for getting a team out there. And uh, obviously we want to support uh, all baseball, especially Sydney, because, you know, our Newcastle and Central Coast people that our kids sort of want to strive towards to be in that Blue Sox team. Um we want to see him grow, so hopefully they got their hats for next week uh, or the week after. Get the hats uh, in order. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. <laughs> yeah, let's um, if we're finished there, fellas. Now I know we wanted to talk about the major league awards. Um, Dave, I think you said they start tomorrow. Is that correct? 
Yeah, either tomorrow or Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, I think I read Tuesday, but I'm not sure if that's US Tuesday or our Tuesday. So I think they start with the manager of the year and go from there. All right. Well, I've got our little uh, cheat sheet here, the MLB, MLB Award finalists. Let's uh, let's start with uh, – do you want to start with the manager of the year then? Why not? First one. It's the first one being done. Right, eh? You got the Guardians old Francona. We got mate, how did the Baltimore Orioles manage to get in there, Randall? Mate, when you when you go from losing a hundred plus games one year to be a winning team and the year after, like Fair call, fair that's, call. That's Dr. Prob- Jekyll and uh, Brandon Hyde is in there as well. Uh and we've got Seattle who had an awesome year. So this is obviously in the American League. Um, I'm going to put my pick in first and old Frank Kona has got to win that for sure for me. Yep. I'm with you. Um, even though what Baltimore did was great, I think uh, Frank Kona having what, 16, was it 16 rookies yep. uh, come through to, to man that and deal with the health battles uh, himself and put the Indians where they did. I know uh, service did well in uh, Seattle but that, they were following on from last year. I think yep. they won 90 last year, so consistent. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think Frank Kona. Randall? Yeah, but, uh, I have to agree, too, as, as much as it pains me to say, you know, I think I think Brandon Hyde's done a pretty good job at the Orioles. But, you know, Frank Kona, mate, he's walked out there with, like you said, 16 rookies throughout the year, and he's he's played the playoffs. You know, the Orioles didn't get to the playoffs. They yeah, they almost snuffed snuffed out a wild card. Cleveland won their division. Would have been and good like to see said, him, Randall. And service the Mariners, you know, like Dave said, they've been thereabouts the last couple of years and he's proved himself. Yeah. Frank Owner. Yep. I think we all agree there. National League, there's uh three three hot shots here. Uh obviously uh, Roberts from LA, Showwater from uh, New York Mets, and Snicker from the Braves. Mate, this is a tough one. You got two teams, well, three teams that obviously did really well this year. I'm gonna put my hand up for for Big Buck, Buck Showwater, and and with the Mets, even though uh, they failed there at the end. I'm going to put him for manager of the year, even though LA had about 342 wins this year. I'm going for Buck. Who's got? Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, Roberts, you look, LA's been consistent. They've had the same roster or bought in new players. So they're expected to win every year. Um, so it's sort of same with, well, Atlanta. Atlanta's done well, but I think Showwater coming in first year, Yes, I know it was, a, it was a lot better roster, but still, sometimes even when you get a better roster, they don't perform well. So to turn yeah. them around the way he did to get them over 100 wins to make the playoffs in the first year he's been there, um, that, get, that gets him across the line for me. Yeah. Same. Can't, can't argue with that. You know, maybe because Buck did such good things at Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, he was a legend there and, he was. Yeah, I, I think he's just a quality manager. Like 
Roberts, Snick, they've got unreal teams. Like you said, you know, I, I think a Braves probably underachieved this year yep. for what they had. LA, they bombed out. They bombed out real early as well. So, yeah, yeah they, had a, they had a good year. They had lots of wins. But, again, with the roster they had, they don't need to be managed. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're the caliber of guys that can turn up and win a game. Bloody Roberts could just bloody go and sit in the grandstand and have a couple of beers and some popcorn. Yeah. Just start calling him Justin Norman. Don't even have to coach that. You just turn <laughs> up. That's it. You know? And especially so, with the DH in the National League now, it's made it's made the not that the job's easy, but you're not having to think three innings ahead of like, okay, I've got my pitcher due up here. Where am I going to go from there? It's sort of like, um, yeah. So, yep, he's done sure. it with that. Fair, right? rookie of the year. Let's go back to American League. Um, have you got your cheat sheet in front of you, Randall? Yeah, mate. You want to go through these ones? I can. So, Cleep, rookies the rookie of the year candidates for American League. Stephen Stephen Kwan from Cleveland. Pretty good year. Pretty bloody good year. What did he have at the start of the year? Was it something like he had however many at-bats without swinging and missing at a pitch? He had some stupid record. And then you have Julio Rodriguez and Adley Rutschman. We we all know that I want to say Adley Rutschman. He had a a good rookie year, but I don't think anyone's going to go past Julio Rodriguez with the season that he had. I, I, I don't think... I don't think you can deny him rookie of the rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm with you. It, there's not much arguing here. You know, I, I was mad on Julio. Uh, yeah, he just crushed it. Yeah, I think if Adley had to come up a bit earlier, you'd have a uh, you'd have a chance. But uh, 28 bombs, the stolen bases, what about 287, All Star. Um, it, it's tough to. Tough to beat. And I know um, sort of Adley, mate, to to be number one pick come up, handle the, the pitching staff while still hitting as well as what he did is a great effort. And it, it should be tight. But I think, yeah, J-Rod should, should get it. And yeah. switch hitter too. Yeah. Great year. Right. Let's move over to National League. National League. Well, this one's going to be this one's a bit more difficult, I think. You've got from St. Louis, Brennan Donovan. He had a, he was solid. Yeah. You got for, and then you've got two, both from the Braves with Spencer Strider. Yeah, buddy. And Michael and Michael Harris the second. Yeah. I'll start off. I'm going to go with Harris. Michael Harris. Michael Harris the second. Yeah, nice. He in the field. He was unreal. He hit the ball as well. Oh, it's tough though. Yeah, but it's like Spencer Strider was bloody good too when he came in. But that Michael Harris is second. He he pushed he pushed Ronald Acuna Jr. to right field from center field. Yep, which is another 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 thing in itself. So he's my pick. Yep. Who you got, Dava? Yeah, I'm going Harris as well. I know Donovan won a Gold Glove. And was solid for St. Louis. Um, Strider, as 
what do you have? 11 wins, 11, 12 wins for a rookie. 11 uh, wins. 11 wins, pretty good ERA. Like, that's fantastic. But I think with the the offense he's got behind him helped as well. Yeah. But I think, as you say, Harris just to step in there, push Acuna over to right and just just gel with those veterans and perform the way he did. Um, yeah, he, he's got my pick. Mate, I, I'm going to go with Strider. 11 wins, 2.67 ERA, 131 innings pitched, 202 strikeouts. Love watching him pitch. Uh, I'm going with him. What do we move on to next? The Cy Young. Davo, do you want to go through these ones? Have you... Uh... I just sent you through the cheat sheet. Yeah, there. yeah, I've had a bit of a look. So you've got for the American League, you've got uh, Dylan Cease from the White Sox. Um, then you've got Manoa up in Toronto and Old Man Verlander uh, for Houston. So three, three good candidates there. Uh, for me, I'm going Old Man Ver- Verlander uh, coming back after Tommy John uh, ERA in the low twos. Uh, he was under two for most of the year. Um, I was 18 wins, I think. So he, he had them in wins. Uh, Manoa had him in innings. He, yep. he did pitch well. Uh, Cease was he was up there, but uh, for me, I'm going I'm going Verlander. I'm the same, mate. I'm going with Verlander. 175 innings, 1.75 ERA, I think it was. Yeah, for me, at 39 that's... as well. Yeah. And he just re-signed, I believe, didn't he, with Houston? I haven't correct? heard that. I yeah. know I know he opted out and was going to become a free agent. Right. Uh, maybe uh, mate, I've been looking at all this stuff for the last week, waiting for things to come out. Maybe I just uh, – I was watching one of those – another YouTube channel where they're predicting this and predicting that and predicting this and – I think it's only been uh, Kershaw, uh, the closer for the Mets, and uh, one of the guys for the Ast- other one of the other pitchers for the Astros have signed. I think that's been about it so far. Yeah, right. Okay. It's only early days. It's only early days. They'll start to throw stuff around. I suppose. Start so to ramp you, it up. That's for sure. Who you got, Randall? I, I'm the same, mate. I've got to go with the old man. He just he might not be able to throw in a postseason and can't. Definitely can't throw in a World Series. But <laughs> I tell you what, when the games that matter to get you to most wins and get you a pennant, he's, the, he's your man. Yeah. All right. Over in the National League. Do it, that's for sure. Yeah. National League, we have uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken from Atlanta. Uh, Urias over in uh, LA, who's always going to get a lot of wins when you've got that team behind you and then uh alcantara from uh miami so um i'm going with alcantara this year because i think while he didn't have the wins that your eyes had uh the innings pitch the shutout um he was just on fire and teams just struggled to to hit against him so i'm going for one of these guys that may not have the best win loss record but all round good season so um, that's that's where my my pick's going. Yeah, nice, Randall. Same, mate. I I don't think you can go against him. He he dominated all, all, almost all year. Yeah, I, I don't think there was 
yeah. Did he, did he did he not dominate? No, yeah. he dominated. Was there any games where he really got hit around? What do you have? Fourteen wins, ERA two point two eight, like two hundred and two hundred twenty eight pitch uh, innings pitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like two hundred and seven strikeouts. He only gave up nine home runs. Yeah, no, he didn't. He gave up sixteen home runs. And one of the rare guys to throw a shutout this year, like let alone like how many how many complete games didn't he do it like three six. or four complete games six, in a row? Six. Oh, in a row, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but well, um, yeah, he yeah, had you, six complete games for the season. That's huge. That's unheard of these it, days. It, in this, yeah, exactly. In these days where pitch counts and you know pitcher fatigue and all that bullshit comes in, yep, they don't just let someone pitch. Yeah. Don't forget, juniors, you, your coach is always right with that stuff, all right? 100%. Pitch limits. Pitch limits. He's the horse. Give me the ball. Get on me back. Absolutely. Don't See take you after the ball nine. Yeah. Do not take that ball off me. And for a, team that, for a team that wasn't, you know, he's throwing for a team too that they didn't really dominate the competition by any means. They no. they were a middle, middle-of-the-park team. So... Hmm. It, it wasn't like he's got the Dodgers offense or the Astros offense to go and back him up like a Verlander or a Urias or an Astros like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. You know, they've had, he has to work hard to get those wins. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing with both of you guys on, uh, on that, but uh, I did love watching Urias pitch. I think he had a few more losses than, uh, I think he had 17 wins, not, oh, seven losses. 17 wins, seven losses, ERA 2.16, 175 innings. But, yeah, I'm with you guys. If if you go by stats, he's up there because he's got the wins, he's got the ERA. But yeah. uh, when you've got the, the Dodgers behind you who are going to score a score hell of a lot more runs, um, of course, that's going to get your wins up. But, yeah. yeah. MVP. Randall, do you want to go through these ones? Okay, and these are going to be the hard ones. Let's start with the National League this time. Yes. So you've got Nolan Arenado. Yep. Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. Manny Machado. Let me get the coin out. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick first here. I'm gonna go against the crowd favorite. I'm gonna go with Goldschmidt. Uh, red hot all year. Loved it. I thought he was favourite. Hey? Uh, I thought he was favourite. Oh, I was, is he? Uh, I would have said I would have said he was favourite. <laughs> uh, I thought Arenado was the the dollar ten favourite. Anyway, might not be. Yeah, old Smith for me. Anyway, you you blokes are green. Yeah, I'm um, I'm going with Goldschmidt. I like I know. Nola had a great season. Another Gold Glove. Uh, very solid with the bat, but. Goldie just brought that team together. And again, while those guys jump on my back, I'll I'll lead the way in um, just an all-round great year. Um, sort of gold glove calibre defence at first. Helps when you've got that guy on the other corner to uh, help out. But just all-round bat, the average, the RBIs, uh, on base, just a great season by him. For sure. Yep, same, same. Talking about that average, a 317 average for the year, 35 home runs, 115 RBIs. Yeah. You know, it's a solid year. It is. Like you got Arenado's next best behind him with 293. 
average, 30 home runs, and 103 RBIs. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why they were they were thereabouts at the end of, come end of the year. But I think for me, Goldschmidt. Yep. Fair. Yeah. So that's that's pretty unanimous, I think. But this is where it comes hard. This is going to be the biggest one of the whole year, I reckon. The American League MVP. Absolutely. Alvarez from the Astros, Judge from the Yankees, or Otani from the Angels. Knock me out. Mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna go throw my hat in the ring first. I'm giving it to Otani. Uh, I think if Judge got the triple crown, 100% goes the Judge. But, yeah, I, I, for me, Atani does it all. Pitches, hits. Not on a team that, uh, you know, isn't hasn't had many wins for the year sort of thing. And he has, he goes 15 and 9 with a 2.33. ERA, um, pretty handy, mate. Two hundred plus strikeouts too. Yeah, so second in the league in home runs as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you guys I'm, got? I'm following too. Like Alvarez, great year. Like mate, take out the other two. Oh well, he's he's up there, and he has been. Each year since he's been in the league, uh, Judge Judge carried the Yankees all year uh, with not a lot around him. Uh, I think he had a solid season, and you're right, uh, we agree. If he won the Triple Crown, yep, there you go. But for Atani to sort of bat 280, um, 35, 35 dingers, the 15 wins, the 200 strikeouts, to what he offered that team that didn't do a lot. Uh, I think if you put Atani in the Astros or the Yankees or something, you're probably looking probably eight, 18, 19 wins uh, over four, like a lot better bombs. You put him in Yankee Stadium every game. <laughs> but uh, I think just all round. And yes, I know they have the Cy Young Award, but he was most valuable player because he did both pitch and hit, something yeah. we haven't seen since Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Dave. I agree, mate. Yeah, Judge, Judge hit his 62 home runs or whatever, and, you know, he broke Roger Maris's record, blah, blah, blah. That's that's great. He didn't throw. He did, like you said, like like you said, shall we, 15 and 9, ERA of 2.33 with 200-plus strikeouts, and then turn, turns around and hits. Yeah. As the DH for himself, hits 34 bombs, 95 RBIs, and an average of 273. And mind you, his 34 bombs, he, he also had 30 doubles and six triples. Like, and, a lot, and a few stolen bases in there too. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Throw that in there. Stolen bases, 11 stolen bases. Yeah. Like... The bloke can. That, what, that's a what complete. Can't he do? That's a complete and throws triple digits. That it's that not like he's standing your... on the mound throwing 91, 92 cutters in and out and all that. He's standing there throwing like hundred plus, and it's like legitimate. Probably the blade, and then, the and then he's not, and then he's eighty nine mile hour splitty. That just yeah. <laughs> see ya. Probably the blade. Come on, ten beers after the game too. 
probably he's probably just that freak that recovers well and oh yeah he's probably got a ma- he's probably got a massive one too probably what probably. hasn't he got but but it, honestly like when you look at the the word is MVP most valuable player yeah he is and if you said to me tomorrow you can take you can take your pick of any player in the MLB to play in your team who do you pick for me, I'm picking Shoei Atani. Yeah. So does that not say you're the MVP? I'm I'm just going back to our little uh, fantasy baseball, and you had number one pick, and who did you pick? <laughs> Shoei Atani. Absolutely. How did that finish up for everyone, I might ask? I'm not sure which one of you two won it, but I was, I think, fifth. <laughs> Out of half four. Half a game. <laughs> a half a point. It was one point half or half a, a point you got us. I think uh, half, 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 half a point. point. We'll be fixing that up next year. That point system was stupid. We'll be doing <laughs> something different. Maybe we should do a sports rewind one and have a, you know, for all those three other people that are probably listening to the show right now, we might throw them in there as well. Hey, at least it'll be six of us, not just four. And that's then, right. and then, mate, then you can come seventh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I look forward to seeing um, those results. Um, Obviously, we all follow along pretty closely to the season. Now, uh, you did mention Babe Ruth there, and then I realised that one of my little quirky bits that were due to start at the start of the show that I didn't read, uh, Babe Ruth's glove sold for $1.53 million at auction yesterday. It looks like someone's bought out an indoor cricket wicketkeeper's glove and so this was Babe Ruth's glove. Go sell it. That's how how good it looks. I'm gonna looks like what looks like one of my leather gardening gloves where I spilled the acid on it and the the two finger the thumb and the pointer finger melted together. Yeah, and that's how good he was to play with something like that. It's done well to survive this amount of time. It has. It has. It does look in pretty good condition. It is in good oh, nick. I'm a bit dubious on it. What about you, Blakes? Have you guys got anything uh, else around the grounds, like uh, anything quirky like that? Just just one this week. I, I was flicking through the socials and then it came up against our favourite athlete, Bartolo Colon. Oh, he still holds, still holds the record for 38 strikes in a row. Now, at any level... That that is awesome. Let alone like major league level. Um, so we know Maddox was a freak, but yeah, thirty eight strikes in a row. Crazy. That uh, I had to sort of double take on that and think, holy crap! Hang on, thirty eight. So yeah, I thought that was quite newsworthy. I can't remember what year it was. It was a couple of years ago, but still, uh, still holds the record for it. And I don't know if he if that will be beaten. Now were they all in? Were they all in the zone? Yeah, <laughs> they were all actually in the zone. They weren't just swinging, chasing, or anything like that either. Well, some or... some were chasing, yeah, some okay. were chasing. Uh, of course, uh, they were. But yeah, thirty-eight strikes in a row. That's solid. That's some crazy. of these they they were moving nicely. So he he had it going that day. Uh, I still and fit, looking as fit as ever. <laughs> I still think back to the day when he hit his first home run. Oh. <laughs> that was a good day. I'll have to go on YouTube and look at look it up. 
Oh, yeah. And how they all disappeared down the down the tunnel as well. It's yeah. like that was that, that made it. Was, Where, was it was it was it at Petco Park? Yeah, Petco Park. I went to, uh, when, went, when, bounced when off the building. Yeah, in left field. Yeah. Uh, what about um? This is an oldie but a goodie. Joey Gallo in high school. Joey Gallo tossed a no hitter, then took Greg Maddox's daughter to the prom the same night. What a legend! He was getting lucky, wasn't he? What a legend! <laughs> about you, Randall? You got anything? Yeah, something that I did pick up the other week, and I forgot to bring it up in a previous uh, episode. It was uh, from the World Series. It was the game where. Uh, the Phillies blew it out and pumped Lance McCullers. Yep. It said that uh, when Harper and Alec Baum hit their home runs, the Penn State University Brandywine seismograph actually picked up the uh, vibrations on the Richter scale. That's how loud the stadium was going when they were hitting those home runs. That's so, gold. So they're saying the city was physically shaky. Unreal, hey. Nice. Same they shit the bed. Sounds like a college football game. It does. It does. What about um Albert Pujol's seven hundredth home raw, home run ball sold for three hundred and sixty thousand? That all? I would. I thought I would have paid it a lot more. I would have paid that. Sold Was the house. offered more to start with. I don't know. I think I thought I read where someone offered like a million or something. First up, and he and they said no. So they got well, they deserve. That's them, surprising. Yeah, it is surprising. I've I've only got one more for you, fellas. It's uh, Tom Brady again. He's he's in the news. Uh, NFL goes to the the German. Uh, goes to Germany. Uh, I think it's is it next week or the week after, or is it? Or well, they Munich. Yeah. yeah, Munich. Aren't they going to? Yeah. Anyway. There's 3 million ticket requests for 67,000 seats. So the place is going to be rocking. And if it's anything like what I see in those German Bundesliga games, this is going to be the way, one of the most epic games that we've ever played in. I can't wait to watch it. And I hope he gets sacked seven times. <laughs> that was all. Well, what about Joey Gallo's record with the Yankees? Yeah. Well, actually, how about the Yankees record with Joey Gallo this year? They were 70 and 34. Once they traded him away, the Yankees were 29 and 29. The he Gallo no- effect. He did nothing for him all year. I think he had 422 strikeouts and five home runs. For five wins, <laughs> A lot of wins. I don't know what he was fucking doing, but I tell you what, he must have been, been giving him the pitchers good blowies or something before the game because. Just like Dave out cricket, mate, he was part of the winning team on the weekend. That's all. That's all that matters. The team sport, mate. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Got to share the, the love. Team. Let the others have a go. Absolutely. All right, fellas, let's leave it there for tonight. We've been dribbling on for long enough. Oh, World Cup, Hudson. Don't forget to talk about the Rugby League World oh. Cup. Samoa. Oh. Biggest upset of the year. Sixty to six. The Samo the Sam- Samoans beat England 27-26. The, the game that should have been the game that should have been the grand final. Australia versus New Zealand 16-14 to Australia. So it'll be real interesting to see what happens in that Australia Samoa game next, what is it, Sunday morning, 3 a.m. 
yeah. I, I will be watching it. I probably won't remember it because I'll still be blind, but I will be watching it. And I dare say it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a blowout. You reckon? Oh, mate. What do we beat them 60 to 6 or something in the first? No, we haven't played them. No, we didn't play them. Well, no. who, who Was beat that Fiji? Someone, yeah, I can't remember. New Zealand. Someone probably. smashed them 60 to 6 or something in yeah. one of the first games. That's all yeah. I remember. It wasn't us. Yeah. We haven't played them, but. Well, I did see Freddie Fittler come out during the week and have a bit of a sook saying, oh, you know, because half, well, three quarters of that New Zealand team either play for New South Wales or Queensland yeah. in the state of origin. And he's come out and, you know, they're saying, well, if you're playing for for Samoa or you're playing for Tonga or you're playing for New Zealand in the World Cup, then you shouldn't be playing for New South Wales or Queensland in in the state of origin. And he's, Pretty much saying, you know, you got to you got to loosen it up a little bit, and you know these guys were playing in New South Wales or Queensland before they were 13 years old. So why shouldn't they be able to play for both? It only promotes international in the international game. So yeah, fair. I'm, I'm I'm I agree. You know, born and bred in like you know Jerome Luai, who were playing the halves for um for for Samoa. Born and bred in, in Penrith, or whatever you know, or good on him. Yeah. If he if he doesn't want to represent Australia, he he wants to go and represent Samoa, then go for it. Yep. Think, who's the other one? Josh Papali, is it? I think as well. He's he's playing for for Samoa. Stephen Crichton, um, big shout out to Stephen. I work with I work with Stephen Crichton, not the same Stephen Crichton, but I still work with Stephen Crichton. So good on you, creepy. <laughs> Well, that's any sport, oh, though, really. It's not just it's not, it's just not league. It's every sport. Yeah. So, yeah. Get back in your box, Freddie. Yes. That's it. Anyway, next week's uh, show, Freddie's going to come on and talk about that. No. Never cool. heard of her. Never heard of her. I'm pretty sure nobody's still listening anyway, Randall. So we can say whoever we want's going to come on the show <laughs> next week, and yeah. All right, fellas. Appreciate it once again. Uh, have a good week. Yeah, I'm off to watch the Matildas tomorrow night. They're playing in Gosford. So youngest daughter, she's a huge football fan. Oh, loves yeah. loves playing and doesn't mind watching. So it's a daddy daughter date to to go watch the Matildas play Thailand. Yeah, yeah. So it should be should be a good night for her. Always good to watch awesome. it down there too. Good stadium. All right, fellas. Peace out. Peace out. Right Next right week. Guys. All right. We're catching up, guys. Bye.